Glass Onion Minute. I am your host for the day, Allison Sagan. My guest today is Kenny, uh, Kenny Madison. Uh, I keep you got it. These... <laughs> Nailed it. I'm nailing it today. Um, <laughs> uh, this is minute 78. We're starting <laughs> hour, you one hour, great. 17 minutes out. through one hour, 17 minutes and 59 seconds. How are you doing? I, I I'm doing fabulously <laughs> over here. Uh, refreshed, uh, yes. raring to go. I got I I I got some great notes here. I think I might. Yeah, get, this I might is, actually have some good notes here. I I think so too. This is a uh, this is a minute where things are happening. So, um, you know, again, exposition, but it's it's this is this is good exposition here. They don't know Andy. So why would they suspect anything? And you'll do the inspecting? Yes, I will. You just have to be there. Mr. Blanc, is is this safe? No. One person will know the truth about you. From the moment you arrive on that island, the killer will know who you are and what you are doing. And they certainly wouldn't hesitate to kill again if it covers their tracks. And I'm... I'm a detective, Helen. I'm not a bodyguard. I'm sorry. I can't help you. Um, yes. Because this mo- this minute starts off with the, um, they don't know Andy's dead so that they wouldn't suspect somebody is pl- um, playing as Andy um, or Helen would be there. So I think that's a, um, it's a fun thing to think about because like we said, it's, it's so, such an outlandish plan that it kind of is almost a genius plan because also nobody expects that Helen would show up instead of Andy. Yes. It's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Very, very, very good stuff. It's, it's, um, I, 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 I love both, um, Daniel Craig and Chanel Monet and I feel like they're really, they, uh, they do a really good job in these minutes of kind of, showing them kind of start to figure out how they're going to work together. Um, They have a nice on-screen chemistry that I think works really well for this, where they're they're both, she starts going, yeah, I think this is going to be good. And then she asks, is it safe? And then he pulls back where he goes, ah, this probably isn't, but uh, this is probably... In fact, a very bad idea if you're if you're focused on being safe. One of those shitheads killed my sister. Do you really think we can get the son of a bitch? It's a really interesting push and pull. Yeah. In these minutes, where, and also it's just like I said in earlier minutes. Janelle Monet, whenever she's on the screen, she commands such authority. She carries herself in such a way. And to see her be of uh, kind of playing second banana to mm-hmm. Benoit Blanc, and not only that, but, play, but playing it very believably. And then the interchange of exactly what you're saying—they're not entirely sure that this could work, but then it solidifies, and we're gonna we're we're gonna give it the old college try. And they say that they say it just the way that I said it. We're gonna give it the old college try. Um, it's it's good stuff. I, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. And then not only that, um, 
like we were talking about all the way in yesterday because we have just kind of been in basic shot reverse shot and the filmmaking here we're still in shot reverse shots but then the, we we got we get little camera pushes and camera pullbacks a little bit in in neat ways just add a little bit more style and that's it yeah i th- i think that they do a really good job of choosing who to focus on when to focus when to just you know even the base it, it shows even if it is like kind of basic filmmaking, it shows a real command of basic filmmaking, you know, where he, where it's able to go, oh, okay, it's shot reverse shot, but the way that it pulls in, pulls out, when it edits back and forth, it does, I think, a really great job of keeping attention and also focusing on the interesting thing and, and still keeping up a good clip and energy, even if it's pretty basic back and forth. Yes, there's a there's a slow towards the tail end of this minute. There's a slow push in on Helen, allowing her to get bigger in the frame. Mm. It's kind of telling the lizard brain that she's getting her resolve, and it shows into an extreme close up, uh, which is you know a rare a rare shot that you well maybe not extreme close up, but uh, Helen's face it's, is now bigger than the frame. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty pulled in. I don't know if I'd say yeah extreme, but it's 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 a very pulled in. Um, close up and and um, again like it, it's just uh, does such a a good job again trying to we're trying to avoid swearing because of, of podcast stuff but to quote directly one of those shitheads killed my sister do you think we can get this son of a bitch it just like I feel like a perfect little encapsulation of her pulling her resolve but then also becoming more of that commanding presence that we know Janelle Monáe to be um, yes. with saying yes we are doing this even though previously in this she's playing kind of the more a little bit more meek a little bit more um, you know less understanding of the situation than Blanc is but she at the end of this minute is like nope we are doing this even if it's dangerous which is a, a, which is a very I think cool minute where you you get you do get a sense of her strength and resolve even if previously she's been a little bit um more reserved on that front yes that is uh very cool and again just janelle monet no notes 10 out of 10 out of 10 great she's marvelous movie (laughs) she's marvelous in this movie Um, yeah i mean i can't think of anyone that's doing a bad performance this is i i mean this is is a i mean especially compared to (laughs) <laughs> sorry you go ahead. oh go ahead sorry um everybody's just doing such a good performance i'm i'm just this is th- this you really do get the sense that everybody is just kind of bringing their a-game to this and uh, some some of my favorite performances of, of various actors in this movie um uh i, I talked about this in a, in a very previous minute with another uh, i forget which week that i talked about this but this is very much a, um, at least I hope personally, a kind of remember how great Kate Hudson is. We should put her yes. in more movies that show off how good she is. Yes. <laughs> remember, she's amazing. We should she's, put her in movies that show off that. She's um, really fabulous as Birdie J. Yeah. Um, and, um, Dave Bautista as Duke is just stupendous. 
Leslie Odom Jr., um, Catherine Hunt, like, the entire cast is putting their A-game, putting some of their best performances, and it's 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 a real joy to see um, all of these, this, this very kind of disparate group of actors doing such amazing work. What is lovely about this movie in juxtaposition to Knives Out 2, uh, the ensemble really gets more of a chance to shine here as opposed mm, to Knives Out, mm-hmm. which is a lot more... Knives Out was a lot leaner, and so you have heavy hitters like Michael Shannon and Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. really filling out the cast and doing well, but I'm also just like, I want to I wanna see Michael Shannon do his thing. I want to see him change <laughs> yes. the scenery, and also, movie doesn't call for it, so it doesn't do it, which just showcases if if I were in charge, I would be a lot more indulgent. In oh, me because too. Because that's what I would want to see, but it doesn't serve the story as opposed to here, where I think the structure of the movie does allow for those indulgences because it is it is playing a magic trick. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I would, I know for a fact that if I was in Ryan Johnson's shoes and I was making Knives Out, I would make a much much worse movie not because not just yeah. because I, I i don't have that level of filmmaking prowess but also because i'm like i'd be like, yeah like you said I, if michael shannon's like hey can i do this thing i'd be like yes do it go for it you're a beautiful genius yes. and, and same with jamie lee curtis or any like anybody in that cast tony collette i'd be like yes Yes, do whatever you want. You're okay. And, and then it, would be, it would be a little bit more indulgent than that movie necessarily called for. I mean, if I was writing Glass Onion, I would start every scene introduction with just being like, well, Dave Batista, as my longtime friend that also runs a Twitch stream channel, that's how <laughs> I would start every scene. It would be terrible. And it would oh, my two, gosh. Two me out too. of ten. I'm doing <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I can't say I would. I would just be like, Yes, these are all just beautifully wonderful, talented people in, in my ensemble movie, and I am not going to make this any leaner than it has to be. I'm going to let everybody ham it up, and uh, maybe not to the best uh, thing, but you know, it, <laughs> it, you know, that's that's where I would go with it. Yeah. So, so shows it shows there's a level of restraint, even if. Uh, even if uh, Glass Onion allows these people, uh, allows these actors to kind of show off a little bit more, it's it's I, there is still a level of of restraint here in terms of you know you've you've got some just magnificently talented people and you're not like you know making them just be yeah. <laughs> making them act a talent show for you. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. I'm like, I'll be like, oh, yeah. It's you're you're not going like, hey, Leslie and Judy, you could just sing a song if you wanted. I don't know. Yeah. It's like no. Hey, Janelle Monae, do you guys want to sing like a duet or something? I don't know. (laughs) I think that'd be fun. But yeah, it's a you know, like there's a lot of elements of of Glass Onion that are, are are pretty indulgent, but I feel like it's acceptably it's a it's a it's a very acceptable level considering how uh much talent he's got to work with there and i i think those indulgences 
feel like they rear their head mostly in the first half because it's, like I said, it's a magic trick. It's trying to get you to look at the left hand. Yeah. Uh, and then the right hand, I mean, comes in and around this time and it's like, bam, here's the magic trick. I, I, I think that makes sense, actually. You know, not, I, I hadn't thought about that. That's to- because that's totally right. Where, like, at the first half, you are, you're like, there's just so much going on. Um, there, there's just, there's a, so many different things. There's all the, uh, most of the cameos, I think, are right at, up front where you're going like, is that Yo-Yo Ma? What? Yeah. What? And even those cameos lend itself to the heightened nature because everything in this movie is so very heightened. It is funny, but also if it is taking you out of the movie, it kind of just fits in with the fact that freaking Miles Braun has the Mona Lisa hanging in his living room. Right. All of it, it, all of it is so heightened. And so those indulgences, I feel like they're built in structurally so ryan johnson gets to have his cake and eat it too because the movie will be the lean part will be happening later now whether that jives with you or not because i remember watching this for the first time i was like this movie's taken a while to get started yeah and then the twist happens yeah no i i i i was just enjoying i i remember thinking that too but i was I was enjoying it so much that I was just like, oh, it's it's kind of taking a minute to kind of get into gear. But I was like, I I, I didn't mind. I don't think because it was uh, it was just so fun. But it, then you start if you you know see it again, you start understanding kind of where the where the thought process is and that magic trick of. Being like, hey, look at all this, and, and I also think also that um, it, it just makes sense in a movie that is about this kind of flashy new money tech billionaire type person that they'd also throw in all these kind of cameos or kind of flashy things because that's Miles Braun. I feel like is this kind of uh, flash but no substance uh, type of person. So you're you're really seeing that even in the structure of the movie. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. It's very it's very fun. I'm I'm I I'm a fan. And it's again, it's one of those things where I remember when I first watched this thing being like, "Oh, there's there's a lot of celebrity cameos in here." <laughs> and being like, "Oh, it's taking a minute to get to the uh to the center and maybe I am really overestimating Ryan Johnson, but now the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, I think that was intentional. <laughs> it, it, it is. And I think this movie is probably made to play better on repeat watches when yeah. you know what the heck the game is, which makes for a disconcerting first watch, just like whenever I watched The Last Jedi the first time, which make no mistake, The Last Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie at this time, although I'm a big Absolutely. I'm a big Last Jedi fan too. So um, it's fabulous. And camp. also that movie the first time was a very disconcerting watch because it's... I didn't know what the heck was going on, and it plays a very odd game. But it's also I I, I really think that it's trying to say something. Yeah. Um, and I think this movie 
My my personal opinion is that it might be being clever for clever's sake. Um, I could but also guess. I don't mind. Mm. Yeah, no, I I get that. I feel like there could be a, a little bit of a oh, I'm doing a victory lap because I can and you're like and I'm like, "Yeah, you can, Ryan Johnson. Yes. I'm I'm 100% you can." <laughs> That's true. After, after just getting trashed and dunked on the internet for so very very long and then being able to run away with netflix money why why not take a victory lap why why not say i'm not entirely sure if this is going to work let me try structuring a piece like this or Um, just having knives out in in general going from um star wars where a lot of people don't love it i love it I'm glad I'm in good company here because because oh, yeah. uh, I'm yes, I'm I'm a big Last Jedi fan. I think um, it's maybe my second favorite after Empire, but that's a very tricky discussion. But anyways, um, it's uh, but after so much controversy and people going like, I think you know people maybe even questioning his uh, the future of his career. It it just does gangbusters in the in box office and does yes. incredibly well and is incredibly well uh, acclaimed by critics and it's it, it, he deserves a little bit of a just victory lap for yeah. what he achieved by doing that. Most definitely, I like I like him. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> well, I'm just amazed that he is. Seems to be as chill of a person as he is after everything that's gone on with yes. oh with the gosh. last Jedi. Same. I would be He's... so grumpy. I would be <laughs> so very very grumpy. That would not make something. I think if I were to make something like Glass Onion, first off, I would have terrible exposition in every single scene, and yeah. I would also make something that was far more cynical about the human condition, um, as opposed to even though this movie features a lot of selfish characters being selfish still a fun joyful time at the movies yeah well i mean it's like it's a it's a so many of the characters are bad people selfish people but you you don't get that from blanc you don't get that from helen and i think that he's able to make a move make movies about terrible people but also still end up feeling kind of hopeful about it by the end, which is again, a feat Um, because you certainly feel that I think with, with knives out where it's like, Oh, these are all these, um, you know, you, their terribleness is maybe not as immediately evident, but it really unfolds. But then, you know, you, you feel like it's despite everything, the end of the movie things are, are moving in a better direction. And I, I think that maybe not necessarily sweetly, but you still get that with this too, which is yes. great. Yes. So I'm glass onion. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. I, I enjoy, I enjoy those movies. Um, do you have anything else about this minute you'd like to bring up? Uh, Benoit Blanc smiles. That's it. That's oh, all, that's very all good. my notes right there. Oh, sounds good. Because I, uh, to segue, our question about the day is to 
without giving spoilers, talk about the already announced third film. Uh, what do you think that's going to look like? I was thinking about this earlier today, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, because it does feel like a, a, a diptych in terms of Knives Out being old money and this movie being about new money. Um, and I mean, the pattern established that Benoit Blanc helps a character in need speak truth to power. And I'm wondering how the heck or where the heck it could go. Um, And also I, truth be told, I'm not really much of a, of a mystery fan or a detect, an Agatha Christie fan. I, 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 I don't find the genre particularly enjoyable, which is why I'm so excited that I genuinely love Knives Out and the Benoit Blanc series and Poker Face as wonderful as I do. I think they are so well done. Um, government conspiracy? Oh, that's a good idea, actually. You know, going from old money to new money, but having kind of maybe a um, government money or misappropriating government money, something like that. It's uh, it's hard to tell, but I think that's a an interesting. It's it's an interesting question because I, if you ask me, I, I mean, I I think we did talk about this in Knives Out minute, um, what, more about Glass Onion. I I don't think I would have come up with anything close to what that movie ended up being. So, um, I mean, I it would also it would be a lateral move where Knives Out was fun and lean and this one was goofier, a bit more expansive. Uh, maybe there is something to be said about maybe stripping it down a little bit m- oh, more be- while also having a lighter tone. Um, and I, I don't know, but also maybe Ryan Johnson wouldn't be interested in wading into things that are while both movies are quite pointed at the same time, um, there there might be something that he would try to avoid by trying to comment on government. But also, hmm. it would make sense. He's got to speak about some sort of corrupt power structure, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there has to be some level of um, dismantling that uh, kind of corrupt power structure. So it's... I think that's the most important thing to keep in mind. And, and given both of these movies, I'm, I'm positive that he is. But um, it's it's hard to say considering, yeah, this is the both new money, old money. Um, maybe there <laughs> would be a move to do something over in Europe and get like into the really old kind of money um, or, or yeah. like some of the class structure in, in, in Europe, which is, is very um, embedded in, in culture. Uh, it, it, it's, I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I mean, it could be old money, new money, and then go for an even more lateral move of no money. Uh, mm. And where both movies have been such lavish, almost 
They've been lavish films. Uh, maybe Benoit Blanc goes to solve a murder in the in the freaking New Orleans Bayou. He's riding fan boats and fighting alligators. I again, I would really watch that. <laughs> but 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 also, I, I, that's true. And I think that you could very easily make a movie like that where it's like, oh, it's not outwardly as much about money, but then when you look into it, you go, of course it's about money because that's such a core component of everybody's lives that it's, you can't not make it a movie about money and in a, in a certain way. Um, yes. Uh, think about. And, and Ryan Johnson, just kind of looking at power structures mm-hmm. in relation to money I'm not sure if I have anything else meaningful in regards to that. Now I just want to see Benoit Blanc on a fan boat. Me too. Oh, you, okay, you put that image in my mind, and now we need to speak that into existence because yeah. I, like, um, I still remember how in Knives Out Minute, one of my one of my minutes, we talked about how we wanted Natasha Leone in Benoit Blanc, and it happened. So I think that. This time we're gonna talk, speak Benoit Blanc fan boat into existence. It's gonna happen. We're gonna make it happen. I, I just it, I want that so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I do too. Uh, Ryan Johnson, call it, listen, call it fan boat follies. Fan boat follies. <laughs> I would, I would again. I would watch watch that so yeah. much. I'm very excited about. Fan he boat becomes follies. best friends with it. He becomes best friends with an alligator. Oh. Can't stop beating shrimp the entire time. Perfect. Well, oh, listen. If I if I was in Louisiana or if I was in, in an area like that, I would be eating like nothing but seafood. So, uh, yeah. You it's pair just, Benoit just like Blanc me. with people who have even thicker accents, and even oh, Benoit my. Blanc is just like, can someone get me a translator? And you, and and they're like, oh, you see, slicker. They're you you're you're Ooh. like hoity toity. That would, that would be fun, where Benoit Blanc has to solve the mystery, but he's coming in as high status. That, yeah, no, that would be, that'd be interesting, and that could go interesting places, I'm, I'm where, where he come, where he has to come from this level, this, from a different kind of perspective here. Yes. Let's write this, let's write this up, Mike. <laughs> Again, Ryan Johnson, please listen and uh, free ideas. Um, even though you probably already have much, much better ones, but I don't. Either way. Either. Uh, <laughs> anyways, is there anything else you would like to add to this uh, discussion right now? Uh, not at this moment in time, no, Allison. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, and what do you have to plug today? Uh, If you just need more of me talking about Movies by Minutes, hop over to my other Movies by Minutes podcast that has been wrapped up for a while, but gosh darn it, do I love it. Uh, ID Four Minutes at a Time, uh, where we talked about the movie Independence Day celebrating its 25th anniversary, Four Minutes at a Time, uh, with my buddies Tyler Bryce and Lulu Nagel. Uh, it was uh, very, 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 very fun. You can listen to that at id4minutes.com or just type in id4minutes on the podcatcher of your choice. Excellent. And you can find this show um, on 
Twitter at Glass Onion Men, which is all one word. And also, just please rate, review, subscribe, any of that good stuff uh, that helps us out. And I will see you tomorrow, Kenny. I will see you tomorrow, Allison. 